You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today, we're continuing our organizing series by talking about how we organize or try to organize stuff that is always cycling in and out of our homes. In particular, we're going to talk about organizing food, laundry, papers, and our cars. But before we get into this topic, we have to share that we have found naming this episode to be a bit tricky. Yeah, so we were brainstorming around organizing these things that are just always somewhere in a cycle, right? There is no end to laundry. There is no end to food. So one of us said, should we call it organizing our cycles? And we both realized (laughs) that sounds like a very different episode, which we have one on that. That's right. We sure do. Uh, But even like organizing your flows, it just does. (laughs) What do we call this? It all sounds like menstruation, but this is decidedly not a menstruation episode. But you get the idea. So we'll go through how we organize or not each of these things that cycle in and out of our lives and our homes. And for each thing, we'll end with any tips, wisdom, or hacks that we have to share. Let's kick this off with food and go through the different stages where we deal with food, bringing it into our homes, storing it, and then using it up. So tell me what's working and any challenges you have with getting groceries and food into your home. That's the thing. Every single one of these steps in the process is happening at the same time. That's true. For the most part. Maybe not like getting it. But otherwise, you're always storing food while you're using it, while you're getting it. You know, it's all a whole big thing. So first thing that I'm thinking works really well for us is we still have our whiteboard list in the pantry where people can add things that we're out of as we're out of them. And especially this is helpful as the girls are cooking more for themselves or preparing things for themselves. I might not know that we're out of cereal till we are truly out of cereal, that kind of thing. So they can add to that. And then Jeremiah and I have a shared note in our phone. So no matter like where I am, I can either add to the list or add it to my phone. If he is like, oh, I'm going to run to Costco. Then he's got the list and the phone to, you know, we don't Mm -hmm. have to make him because I was like texting him a list. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Let's just use a shared list. Um, Still loving grocery pickup for most of the things. Mm -hmm. So like I would say like our weekly things come grocery pickup, either fries or Walmart for the most part, sometimes Target. Um, And I try to stay on a schedule of ordering on a Thursday and then picking up sometime Friday so that we have anything we need for any weekend things. You know, if we're camping or something like that, that works out really good. Mm -hmm. Um, I find like the store is not so busy like it is on the week. It just is a good day to order things. Yes. Love love a Friday grocery. Yeah. And then once a month, we are ordering ButcherBox. So all of our meats are pretty much coming from ButcherBox. And we like that for sustainability reasons and animal treatment reasons and it's just really good quality meat I think so we pay a little more for our meats but we're fine with that and then we kind of try to plan around that like we always get our ground beef so we know that's coming every month and um you know we'll throw some other things in there too and just kind of communicate about what we got and then once or twice a month uh Jeremiah mostly runs to either Sam's or Costco we have both because we like certain things at both gotcha um, and then an occasional Trader Joe's, but that's usually more for like specific things we like or just like yes. a special snack run or, gotcha. you know, holiday stuff is yeah. out. And so we don't do our regular shopping there, but once in a while. Okay. Okay. Overall, I think our systems are for getting groceries and food into our house are also working pretty well. 
Our system is that we go shopping for groceries once a week, like you. I usually do that, and I try to go on Friday mornings after Mm -hmm. the kids get off to school. Mm -hmm. I also love being able to do grocery shopping on Fridays for the same reasons that you shared. Mm -hmm. I still make my list on paper. Um, I think I've talked about it before. I use a spreadsheet that I print out that I have made myself. It lists all of the items that we commonly buy, Mm -hmm. and they're also organized on the page by aisle at my Trader Joe's Mm because that's where I'm doing my weekly shopping. It is very type A. I actually learned it from my mom, (laughs) so it's a a family trait, and I would say I've really noticed this. Just about every time I go to the store, someone comments on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People notice. Like, you have your stuff together. Probably just almost more and more for anyone who actually has a full paper list. Yeah. Like, people sometimes come in with, like, a little, a few things paper shopping list, but, I mean, I think it used to be much more common that you would have like a whole paper yeah, like you'd see list. people with like a notebook or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that is, you know, catches people's attention. So I, I still really enjoy having my paper list, especially because it lists all the things that we normally buy. So that kind of prompts me to think about things yeah. that maybe are not front and center. And you to already sure like, already thought about it once. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So, so I really like that. Um, we also have a little whiteboard on the side of our fridge where we write down stuff that we're out of to make sure we remember to get it. And we sort of have a section that's Trader Joe's. So that's our weekly grocery shopping. And then another section that's like, you know, Target mm-hmm. and other stores. Miscellaneous. So we know. We are not to the point yet where the kids are adding to it, but I could see that. I, I like that your girls are able to add to mm-hmm. it, and I would like to get my boys on board with that in the next few years. That would be really handy. It took a couple of irritated conversations, mm, don't I you worry, that. where I it was like, what, could you have told me we were out of milk? Right. <laughs> Just edit it to the list. Right. <laughs> I would say a couple of challenges are that when I make the grocery list doesn't have a set time. Mm. So sometimes I, I'm always wanting to get my grocery shopping done right away on Friday morning, Mm -hmm. but I kind of already want to be ready to go. Yeah. Sometimes the list isn't ready yet. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and it really takes some time because I do meal planning for the week then. I don't want to do it rushed. Anytime I've tried to just haphazardly order groceries, even because I'm like, oh, it's so easy. I just order them. Right. But no. Yep. It never. I have like every ingredient except one yes. for like every meal I'm making. I agree. I, as many times as I've done the weekly grocery shopping, mm-hmm. I cannot do it no. ad hoc. No. Um, I also just about always have a few items that I need at stores that aren't Trader Joe's. And I don't have that just like in a really set predictable mm-hmm. way. I think ideally, ideally, I would sit down on Thursdays and I yeah. would protect that time. I would make my meal plan, the grocery shopping list, and at that time, identify the other things I need. I do have a spot at the bottom of my list where I list dinners for the week, and I list things we need at other stores. Mm -hmm. So I at least have it written down, but I would put in the target order right then. So you could swing by and pick it up. Yeah. On the same day. But just the way schedules go and whatnot, it doesn't always happen that way. Okay, what about storing food, like when you bring groceries home and in your fridge, pantry organization, and storing leftovers? Okay, Um, so as the kids are getting older and, like I said, in and out, grabbing stuff more frequently or like preparing their own meals sometimes, and we're home all the time, so they're Mm -hmm. doing that three times a day, I find that organization is becoming even more and more important than when it was just the adults in the pantry yep. or just the adults in the fridge, like, and the kids were asking for stuff, you know? Because I could kind of keep it in my head right. where everything was. Well, this is, it becomes pandemonium very quickly otherwise. So I 
I like the idea of bins mm-hmm. everywhere, even within like a fridge drawer for snacks and stuff like that, or otherwise like one kind of snack gets buried at the bottom of right. the basket and that so I'm just I'm just finding bins to be very helpful. So we have things like something I'm I'm gonna share things that have been working well for a very long okay, time. Because I feel like it's always changing, but these two things have helped for a very long time with our kids at various ages. One is a baking basket. Have I ever mm. talked about this? No, but I, I have something kind of similar. Tell mm. me about yours. Where it's just all of the little miscellaneous things that you always need when you're baking, like baking powder, baking soda, yes. salt, Cocoa vanilla. Powder. But it's all those little things that yeah. are kind of a pain to gather, but they just live in one basket and you just take out the whole basket every time you are Ooh, I like baking. That. And I like it's that. very helpful. Um and then we have a snack shelf in both a snack shelf in the pantry. It was just a basket, but it's kind of evolved to a shelf as the girls are old enough to like pour their own chips into a bowl or whatever. But there's a basket of like grab and go snacks that we are okay with them having. And then, you know, like some containers of like chips, pretzels, popcorn, mm-hmm. whatever. And they know that that's where they can choose from. And then there is a drawer in the fridge. We turned our cheese drawer into a snack drawer with little dividers for like yogurt, string cheeses. Mm -hmm. Um, They like the perfect bars in there, that kind of stuff. And then we had we had too much cheese for our cheese drawer anyways, (laughs) because we're from Wisconsin. So we made like our bottom one Uh more like cheese and move over vegetables. Cheese is coming in. Exactly. So that has helped and honestly we've had that kind of a setup since the girls were very little oh and so it that's helps really so much with like they know they can have a morning snack and an afternoon snack and that those are their choices mm-hmm. and it's it's helped so much with the what can i have and it yes. also helps you maintain some sort of control in terms of like what you want them to have mm-hmm. you could put healthy or not healthy as you yeah. want in those areas so and that it really just helps, helps you see like whether snacks for the kids are stocked because yeah. you always want that to be really well stocked yes. so if it lives in several different places yes. you might feel like oh I think we have enough stuff right. but really you don't because we would have like granola bars on one shelf and right. pretzels over here and exactly. it was like wait a minute I need like a good selection right in one spot so. yes okay let me share some things that are working well for us one thing that I do is whenever I bring groceries home from the store is I try to do a little mini clean out of the fridge and pantry. Makes such I a big difference. this is so key because then I'm always getting rid of stuff that we're not using that would otherwise just be taking up space. Mm-hmm. Honestly, one of my, I don't know if it's a big pet peeve, but something that gives me a lot of anxiety is if you go to someone else's house, like for a dinner party mm-hmm. or something, and you need to put something in the fridge. Mm-hmm. And you open their fridge there's literally and there's no room. literally nowhere to put your thing. That yeah. just yeah. That kind of gives me a mild panic. <laughs> right. And then I also I also kind of get a mild panic just thinking like, how do they live like this? There, there's no way that the stuff way at the back of this right. shelf is right. something they're really needing and using all the time. Yeah. Or that know. they're not like rebuying because they don't realize they have yes. it. Yeah. Yes. I always like want to offer to help clean out. <laughs> the fridge. So anyway, that just really helps. I think, um, we have a teeny tiny pantry and I'm actually really proud of how well we've made it work for us. Mm -hmm. And this has evolved over the years. We have three bins in there in addition to just other things that are just live on the shelves. And those have been working for a long time. One is for kids snacks, Mm -hmm. like dry kids snacks, Mm -hmm. pretzels and granola bars and that kind of thing, all the stuff. 
One is for baking related things. Like you mentioned, I don't keep my vanilla in there. That's very interesting. It's kind of a big enough bin that you don't necessarily take it all out to bake, but you do know that that's immediately where you you grab baking soda, baking Mm -hmm. powder, whatnot. So Mm -hmm. it's nice that you know it's all right there, easily accessible. And then one bin lives up top that is not as accessible to the kids. That's where I keep my coffee. And then also school lunch snacks that I don't want them to just plow through. Yeah. Where I'm like, no, I want you to have some cookies in your lunch every day. Right. Not the cookies. And I want to be able to count on that when I'm packing your lunch. Exactly. Yes. So that has been working really pretty well. And I just feel like for other places in our pantry, even if there's not a bin, it's very much like designated. Like these are where we kind of keep extra backups of like ketchup and mustard Mm -hmm. and whatnot Mm -hmm. in the back. This is where the oils live. Mm -hmm. And so that is kind of organized by category. Yes, Everything has a home. Um, For storing leftovers, we use the Rubbermaid Brilliance containers in both glass and plastic. I really like these. We've converted over the past couple of years. They all nest. Mm -hmm. So that's really handy. Mm -hmm. We have a few other kinds that then they don't nest and we really need to just move on. I know you can't have the miscellaneous. It's got to be like all one set. And we just, we do not have a lot of space. Mm -hmm. We're using the bottom shelf of our pantry. So our small pantry. And so it's like, Everything really needs to work yep, there. Yeah, There is a spot behind that that is like where stuff gets shoved. There's random grill tools. Oh, the There's grill tools. What ran- do we do with the grill where tools, do friends? Live? I need. I, I really need this help because we have the Traeger now. Yeah, so you probably have a lot of grill the smoker. tools. And we got a, I got Jeremiah Blackstone for oh. Christmas. So we have like the big griddle you know, okay. spatulas and stuff. And it is a situation. You almost need like, like a little outdoor cabinet. Or yeah, something, maybe. but then it's so hot. Jeremiah said, "What if I get some like busing bins, like from Sam's or Costco, mm. that are like they're just the right size because they're like long and yeah. big, and yeah. just keep them like in the pantry?" Yeah, I feel like that's what we might. Okay, do. maybe so. Anyway, um, one thing I have wondered about is using some clear organizing bins in the fridge, like mm-hmm. you're talking about. Like I do honestly feel like things kind of we kind of know where things live in the fridge so it's not like it's terrible but I wonder if that could just level it up and it would be something where it helps because you like pull them out like a drawer yes because we also have like this is how yours is too right the side by side I don't have one of those yet so I have the so you just have your freezer up on top no it's the it is the side by side but it's not like the the French door no I don't have the French door either I missed I had it at the other house I don't have it at the new house and so it ends up being narrow and deep that's true yes so that is my situation you lose stuff in there all the time so yeah okay okay finally what about using up the food you have are you good about using it and getting rid of stuff that you aren't eating in the fridge and pantry yeah well I do think I have this problem of deep of the fridge and freezer being too deep and narrow and then things get shoved mm-hmm. way to the back to make room, but then you forget that they're back there. So that is one issue that I would like to rectify in all of our store in the fridge and freezer. Mm-hmm. Mostly the, the pantry is good. Um, and I just find like the more it, it really more fluctuates like weekly, like how organized I am. Yeah. I feel like weeks that I don't get a good, grocery list done a good meal plan and I I mean I'm saying meal plan could be hot dogs that's fine but like just that I don't plan what we're going to eat and make sure I have everything for it we end up wasting more Mm -hmm. we end up going out more we end up like oh I had this but I didn't have anything else that I needed to make it so that went bad in the meantime it's just so that's really more like a 
week by week yeah. thing. Yeah. It, that feels like, it feels like a moving target. It really does. Yeah. yeah. I would say the same. Some weeks I feel so on top of it by the end of the week, you know, things are looking like not bare bone, but it's like, okay, there's like plenty yeah. of space in here. It's time to go to the we grocery what store. We had. Exactly. We did a good job. And other times, not so much. We are composting some produce that we didn't get around to, which I do love composting for that reason. I don't feel like too guilty. At mm-hmm. least I'm putting it in the compost. Um, I do think my pretty weekly fridge and pantry clean out really yeah. helps with those. And when I make my grocery list, I definitely try to do so after looking in the fridge freezer Mm -hmm. pantry that often is like oh yeah i've got those frozen veggie Mm -hmm. meatballs like let's put pasta on the menu Mm -hmm. whatnot like those things that are right there but if you're not taking them to into account it's so easy to just buy more and more so okay let's end food with sharing any tips wisdom or hacks that we have to share for managing the flow of food um the first one is just like we don't have an open kitchen all the time like the kitchen is sometimes closed. it's closed yeah so like you're not just grabbing snacks all day long even with homeschool you really could be and mm-hmm. it is a pain in the butt but the kids have just always known there's like a morning snack time and it fluctuates sometimes it's 10 sometimes it's 10 30 but we've paired that with our um read aloud time or like you know you could do it with like an after school snack sure. obviously that's how it was in the afternoons for a while and they know those are the times you can go grab something and this is where you can grab from. Otherwise, we're not just like rifling through mm-hmm. or you need to ask permission, you know, and they know the answer is going to mostly be no. <laughs> so like they kind of just don't anymore. Uh-huh. So I think that helps. They also know like once we are done with dinner mm-hmm. and we're done, like we're not just like grabbing things yes. out of the pantry or whatever and you're eating a real breakfast, you know, we just have kind of some house policies around the kitchen and sometimes I think you almost need permission to do that because mm-hmm. you're like well I don't want anybody to be hungry well that's fine you can set up the policy to be whatever you want but something that feels like it's not a free-for-all in mm-hmm. your kitchen really helps because there's a lot of people in and right. out of there and otherwise I would say go check out the lazy genius because mm-hmm. her food tips she has a whole lazy genius she kitchen loves book. to cook so I feel like she that is loves a big to cook but it's very hers. like it's not like gourmet it's like she loves to like family cook yes. and talk about how to manage that particular flow and cycle and so I think that just all of her stuff is so helpful she has so many helpful podcast episodes she's got the book just check out her for anything food and others but definitely food related that's a great recommendation Okay, I have a few like very specific, and this is like kind of food storage, food container related, okay. but I realize I'm super passionate okay. about Okay, you have some specifics for us. And actually, I'm going to bring, I have something to show and share. Nice. I'm going to show you nice. what I'm talking okay. about. Ooh, some yummy snacks here. Okay, my first example. Exhibit A. Is bread bags. Oh, man. Now, let me tell you a few things. Do you know, we've recently talked about the little plastic doohickey yes. that comes to close bread. Yes. Get rid of those. Just get rid of them. Just get rid of them. Okay. They break. Yes. If you set them down on the counter, it's so easy to lose them if yep. you have like, you know, yes, in, lost in the granite. <laughs> yes. And you have to like get down on the surface level and be like, oh, it's right there the whole time. So true. Get rid of those and get these little small snap clips. Yeah. They're like a barrette. Yeah. And snap your bread closed with this. It's so much better. You don't lose these on the counter. Yeah. It holds it tied really well. And you know, like you're twisting the plastic, but you didn't get it twisted tight enough. Yeah. And the doohickey doesn't go around yes. it. Yes. No. No more doohickeys. Get rid of them. And then, you know, some of them have those stickers. 
Uh, yeah. And that is completely useless. We do not. We do not abide. <laughs> no. The next thing is, as you use up a bag of bread, bagels, you get this voluminous plastic tail that's yeah. taking up room. It's yes, in the way. Yes. Cut that off. That's genius. I didn't even. Re- I was like, why does that look so tidy? I know. Chris did this a few years ago. And it blew my mind. <laughs> that you don't have to keep the bag I was intact like, the whole I didn't time. even know that was an option. He just got the scissors and was like, bloop. And I was like, that's so much better. I literally have never thought of that. Neither had I. Never. Chris is a genius. <laughs> Start cutting off that plastic tail on your bread. It will change your life. That is life changing. Look how nice this looks. I feel like you've changed my bread life. And you know, coming a close second to cheese in my house is bread. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Cut that off. All That's right. going to change your life. Uh-huh. Second, four boxes of snacks. I am holding a box of like microwave popcorn, mm-hmm. granola bars, whatnot. When I get home and I'm putting these away in the pantry, because there are some things that we do keep the box of, like boxes of instant oatmeal, get those. The cardboard yes. flaps around top, immediately tear yes. those off. I do do that usually. You do, not know, you do not need those. No, and they just get in the way. They just get in the way. No one except for me is closing them exactly. properly and nicely. Exactly. So then otherwise they're just flapping there. They're getting in the way. Or the, you find a bunch of them on the ground because right. someone got sick of it and tore it <laughs> yes. off. Yeah. Yes. And so this just looks so much nicer yes. in the pantry, tidy. Then it's open. People can grab it, mm-hmm. but it looks nice. You don't paper cut yourself. Exactly. You know, like the cardboard. Yeah cut that you get (laughs) that's the worst so anyway those two things every time I do them bring me so much joy I love that I am getting the okay so I have seen these little particular doohickeys like for chips and I'm always like I don't feel like they would work good for chips but it's because they work for good for bread oh they work great for bread and here's the other thing I don't know if I have a good example okay I'm so glad that you brought this up because this is a (laughs) this is a contentious issue in my marriage okay okay when you have a big bag of chips or what have you, we do use these like bigger barrette style clips yeah. to close it. What Chris does is like gathers the plastic in the middle, kind of like a bread bag uh-huh. and, you know, gathers it Twists. and tries to clip the twist. On like top a ponytail. Of it. Yes. Like a messy plastic ponytail. Yeah. That is wrong. Okay. How are you doing it? The way that you're fold. supposed to do it is the fold and then you fold it into like a triangle and you clip, oh. so there's like a triangle, and you clip that top. See, I fold, but then we do more. I actually use binder clips a lot. Oh, okay, but then it's just a fold. It's I just a like, fold and keep it folded. I feel like that's not airtight enough well, that's for me. True. That's so a I, want, I want the fold in half, and then I like to fold it into you like a You are origamiing your chips. Yes. Okay. You need to do the chip origami, and then you can use the barrette clip. Oh. So much nicer in the pantry, too. It's like yes. nice and tidy. And I, I need to get my husband on board. He you do. is trying, but he... He's still he, doing the scrunchy I don't know, method. He says he feels like he's worried it's going to come off or something. It's not. It is secure. <laughs> I have proven it to you, yes. sir. <laughs> yes. So glad you brought that up. Okay. Good to know. Okay. We are moving on to laundry. All right. That's the next category of stuff that mm-hmm. cycles in our house. So much laundry all the time. Yes. Let's start with how you collect dirty laundry for each person. And also, what about like bath towels, kitchen towels, mm-hmm. that other mm-hmm. miscellaneous type of laundry? Okay, I'm going to tell you, you need more baskets than you think you do. This I think is that's true. This is my number one tip. Um, I feel like I do have a very good handle on this right now. So 
there are baskets in each of the girls' rooms in their closet. That is where their dirty clothes go. So only so their clothes stay with their clothes. Yep. All right. And then we have three in our room, actually four. So we have one for towels and things that we use in our room or like my face towels, stuff like that. One for clothes that can't go in the dryer. Okay. That that need to be like, you know, more delicate. One for like our everyday stuff that Mm -hmm. can go in the dryer, but various colors. And then one for whites. Okay. And we put it there ahead of time. Like we pre-sort it. Right. You know what I'm saying? As we get rid of it, we put it in there. Um, then we have a small basket under our kitchen sink for kitchen towels and rags that are no longer being used and then, or like cloth napkins, stuff like Mm -hmm. that goes in there. Um, and then a basket in the laundry room, like corner for towels and sheets in general from like around the rest of the house. Okay. So I could potentially like grab the towels from downstairs and usually I'm asking the girls to go run them up to the dirty towel basket that's in the laundry room. And then I kind of just work through those, you know as it fills up or whatever okay okay similar kind of approach in my house and i also feel like laundry is going pretty well overall okay i've made like some tweaks over the past couple of years each of the kids like in your house each of the kids has a laundry basket in Mm -hmm. their room that works great and then chris and i have three laundry baskets Mm -hmm. in our room one for sweaty workout clothes that Mm -hmm. i don't want touching Mm -hmm. anything else one for everyday clothes and then one for kind of towels and maybe sheets miscellany mm-hmm. yeah also we had been using for the boys laundry baskets those bigger plastic uh laundry baskets mm-hmm. but i was just finding them to be a bit unwieldy yes so i actually just switched several of our laundry baskets to these smaller circular kind of flexible but still pretty sturdy ones from target okay and i am really loving those yeah the now, basket matters it really does mm-hmm. i this really showed me how much mm-hmm. your particular basket can matter the empty bins can stack together nicely mm-hmm. so that if i'm in between i have two loads in progress mm-hmm. in the laundry room and i have a teeny tiny laundry room so space saving yeah. is really important yeah. to me i can stack two of them together mm-hmm. i will say they're a little hard to pull apart but yeah. you can do it so that has been a one challenge of them I would say one challenge that we don't currently have some place for dirty kitchen towels and cloth napkins, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. a place to go. We do not have room under our kitchen sink because we have an RO system. So that takes up oh, a yeah. lot of room. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the room, I'm kind of already storing our kitchen towels right. and whatnot down there. What I've thought about is having a small bucket or like small plastic waste basket mm-hmm. that lives on top of our dryer. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be floor space for it in our laundry room because right now dirty kitchen towels napkins we either throw them on top of the dryer so just kind of living there yes or in the washer but then it's kind of like well but then if i want to wash something else right i have to fish them out right so that is something that i need to address yeah agreed okay how is laundry getting washed in terms of who is doing it and when tell me about this system Okay, I have fairly forcefully taken over laundry captain duties. Laundry captain, I love that term. I was going to call myself the the laundry fairy, but I need something more uh, forceful. Exactly. This is not. This is not. (laughs) It's my way or the highway. Exactly. There is there is no room for negotiation when it comes to laundry. So part of so I do our laundry, like mine and Jeremiah's laundry, and the towels and sheets for Mm -hmm. the house for the most part. 
the girls have done and do their own laundry from start to finish every weekend. So I'm, I'm the impressed. one who's on top of them saying, you know, reminding them it depends on our schedule for the weekend if we do it on Saturday or Sunday. But I know that the washer and dryer will be unavailable you know Mm -hmm. that they will be doing their laundry from start to finish and it's like okay if we told you to do it on usually we do on sunday because saturday will be more like clean up your room and bathroom and so we will say like you can do this that or the next thing when your laundry is done so like they know it's just not happening until then and i have found that like like Jeremiah has wanted to be so helpful and start laundry, but then it's like, I don't know where in the process, because it's in a cycle, you don't know where it is. Or maybe like, you know, if I was just doing it myself, I would have time to do like three loads one day and get it done. Well, if he doesn't know if I have time to like fold and put those away because I'm the one folding and putting it away. So I just said, leave it alone. Unless I specifically ask you, like I'm sick on my deathbed, please do some laundry. Otherwise, please just leave it alone. Like let me mm-hmm. handle it. And that makes a big difference because it's it's this thing you otherwise have to constantly communicate about. Right. And since I'm not doing the girls laundry and I'm not sorting a million things a million times a day, like it's already sorted, mm-hmm. that feels like a step that I eliminated and it's very manageable. Mm-hmm. And I actually really like doing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. I am also the laundry captain. Yeah. I'm adopting that. Yeah, I like are. that a lot. Mm-hmm. I like Can we that get a, a badge? Yeah, badge, a trucker hat. <laughs> like maybe. an armband? Yeah. Like a captain of the team <laughs> yes. armband? Yes, I like this a lot. Um, a change that I have made is that in the last year or so, I started doing laundry more often. Mm-hmm. And I honestly aim to do a load a day. Yeah, me too. In the morning, once the kids get off for school, I often kind of just make a general observation sweep and kind of see what laundry is the most pressing. Most. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And try to get one load done. And so then if I do a load a day, I aim to get one load done from start all the way to folded and put away. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really liking that as opposed to letting things fill up until they're really full which means they really need to get done, which means you're running out of stuff, which also means you have bigger loads to get through, maybe multiple. I had held off on doing more frequent loads because I wanted to be efficient with water and energy, but we have a very smart new washer Mm -hmm. that uses the right amount of water. You can do deep water or not. If it's a smaller load, it's not drying for as Mm -hmm. long. And I just also had to say, okay, I'm I'm doing the best I can and this really helps my life run better. And so if it's maybe not the most energy efficient, that is a place where I just have to compromise. Right. right. So um, I really, really love that. Uh, ideally, I would love to dump a dirty load in the washer the night before. I know. That's when I'm really it. on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens, mm-hmm. but not there right now. Um, a recent change that I have made is that now the boys are responsible for letting me know when they need their laundry done. Okay. They're still... Not quite to the point where I trust them to do their laundry, fold <laughs> right. it, whatnot. Right. But this is a new responsibility I am borrowing from our friend Sarah Powers of the Mom Hour. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure my I'm sure my boys will thank you as well. <laughs> <laughs> so the policy is the boys now need to monitor their laundry and let me know when their laundry needs to be done mm-hmm. and then either put it right into the washer if it's available or at least outside their door, like in the hall, yeah. and let me know. They can't just put it in the hall. Right. <laughs> And it's not an immediate thing. Like I need new underwear this morning. Right. It's a 24 hour, 24 hour notice. notice. Uh-huh. Exactly. I like that. And so that has been, it's like dropping things off at the dry cleaners, exactly. right? Like you, you know that you give them a exactly. little time. Mm-hmm. 
What about the folding and the putting away? How's that working or not in your house lately? This is my favorite. This is my favorite part. So I have made this like a little treat for myself. Oh, I love that. So I have paired it with I'll I'll start laundry ideally in the morning and have it you know switching out throughout the day and we're mostly upstairs for homeschool so I can just that's where my laundry room Mm -hmm. is which is helpful I can switch it get it all done to completion and then I put it in my room and that's where like I know it's ready to be folded and put away it's not lurking in the right laundry room you know you can't tell after a while if something's clean or not so I put it in there and then I always love to pair it with my like YouTube cleaning ladies channels or like a decorating show or um, like a podcast or an audio book. And just, it's really nice too, because I can even do it sometimes if the girls are still working on school, but I'm out Mm of, out of sight, but not out of, Yes. You know, Reach. hearing, I can mm-hmm. hear if they're working or not or messing around. They can also come to me if they have a question, but it also doesn't make me like on right. so much. So it's like a nice little way to step aside because it's right next to where they do their homeschooling. So I just do it on my bed. I fold. Okay. I'm going to be really specific, please. So I have, I do it on the bed. I have a, I keep the basket that I'm working on there and I throw socks in there as I go. Oh, okay. And then I pair the socks at the very end. Gotcha. And I have like a couple stacks for Jeremiah, a couple stacks for me. And then I lay out the hanging clothes Mm -hmm. in a pile, like Mm -hmm. facing forward. And then I take my hangers and I put them all on at the same time. Like I put on a hanger, I flip the, I flip it it over. Yes. Because otherwise I was finding I was in and out of the closet so much with hangers. So I just grab a stack of hangers. I fold it down. I do it like file folder system. And then I grab them all at once and put them all on on the rack at Beautiful. once and I pile Jeremiah's stuff up on his dresser because I don't know how he likes to organize it but I fold it put it on his dresser and then he knows he has laundry to put away mm-hmm. and I put mine away and it's like the most satisfying chore because it's clean it's, it's not clean. a dirty chore that's right even even the dirty stuff you don't have to touch you can just dump the yeah. basket in there so you I like don't like, mind you that weren't chore. touching anything chore. wet or no, dirty no or whatnot germy yeah so I, is, I don't mind that chore I also find it pleasant um, I have a lot of similarities. Um, so ideally kind of the same since I tried to do a small to medium sized load of laundry in the morning, that way it's available by the afternoon mm-hmm. so I could fold it. Ideally, I would maybe, I try to end my work by two so that then I have that hour between two and three before the kids get home from school and I can just kind of transition, take care of household stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like a perfect time of the day to fold a quick load mm-hmm. of laundry. And because the load is not just overwhelming, right. it's pretty easy to work right. through pretty quickly. So some weeks I'm really on my game and this happens, but other weeks, a few baskets of clean laundry do build up. Mm-hmm. They also live in our room where then they're easily accessible and same thing, mm-hmm. you know what is clean. I fold and put away my laundry and usually Chris's as well. Um, I have a funny story about that that I will tell you <laughs> in a minute. Um, and then for the kids, I fold their laundry, but they put it away. Okay. I have even started setting out Maeve's clean clothes in her room Ugh, in a little spot so cute. Yeah. and getting her to help put away her uh-huh. own laundry. This is really funny because I started doing this just a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and one of the times when I did it, she got this attitude about it that is so like, who did she learn it from? <laughs> Obviously her big brother, right, right. where she's just like, oh, <laughs> and then, but then she'll go, she'll always do this. She'll be like, fine. 
you know, where she has to like just feel dramatic and right. big about it. Right. But then she I've heard the big kids complain yes. about this, so I need to. But then she loves it. Yes. So oh, they love it. I credit that to why my kids are so good at laundry is because mm-hmm. we started so, so young little. and they love it. Yes. yes. They never I'm, they never protested really. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful for this one. So <laughs> my boys, I put their laundry either on their bed or I'm starting to now maybe just fill up their laundry basket Mm -hmm. with their clean clothes, put it on their bed and they are responsible for Mm -hmm. putting it away. And it'll be something where it's like, um, Hey, there's clean laundry in your bed. You can't go out to play with friends until, you know, dangle a carrot till it's put away. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my kind of funny laundry story about Chris, I don't know if I've told this already, but sometime more recently, like in the past couple of years, Chris was folding laundry and he just like always, would jump in, do laundry, fold laundry if it needed to be done. And all of a sudden, he just goes, "Gah, I really hate folding laundry." So does Jeremiah. He and, hates it. And I just was so taken aback yeah. because, first of all, for someone who hates folding laundry, you have done it without complaint for right. a long <laughs> Why time. Why am I just now finding yeah, out that exactly. you exactly? I was yeah. like, "How did you keep that from me?" And then I was just like. Oh, like I actually don't mind it at all. Right. Like if this can be an expression of my love to you, right. I would happily right. take that on. Yeah. So I have kind of become even more of the laundry captain. And I actually do like, like you've said, I, I like being in control. Yeah. I know where things are. I like sorting things the way I like yes. to do it. And now I know that Chris really appreciates right. it. Like I knew he appreciated it before, right. but now I know he just really appreciates yes. it. It's really nice to yes. actually like, because there's most things, I would say most things in our house. Jeremiah is more willing to do without complaint than mm-hmm. I am. Like if I don't like something, you're going to hear about it. So I feel like it's the one area where I'm like, oh, I'm really good at this yeah. and I enjoy it and I can be of service I this can way. I this yeah. for you. Yeah. Yes. Um, with the folding situation, same thing. I do it on my bed, have a really same setup as you. I also lay stuff that needs to be hung all together, mm-hmm. bring a set of hangers mm-hmm. out and do that all at one time. It's a game changer. I also do my socks last. I like that idea of throwing them all in the basket because I usually just kind of have a big pile mm-hmm. that I sort at the end. So I like that. Another time where sometimes I can work through a load of laundry is while Maeve is in the bath. Mm-hmm. She's old enough now that she's playing in there and she's often playing in like narrating so I can hear her right there so I'm right close by and I can be checking on her a lot but I can be folding a load Mm -hmm. of laundry while she's finishing up her bath so that feels that's nice I will also say the benefit to the basket of socks is if you have more than one load of laundry and it might have like socks that are separated maybe all your darks didn't get into one load so you have like socks here and socks there yes then you're just at the end doing the socks and not left with so many onesies that don't have a match so smart yeah okay and finally for laundry any tips wisdom or hacks to share for managing laundry okay i think depending on your space but for me i found that tall baskets are better than wide baskets oh yeah because there's so. they take up less of a floor mm-hmm. footprint mm-hmm. so i the girls have tall baskets in their room we have them in ours and then i did get tall but squarish baskets for and i use those more for like clean laundry than i'm taking other places and what's mm-hmm. nice is they're a little bit bigger than this is so specific but they're a little bigger than our you know, hamper baskets that we have in our rooms. And so what happens is, you know how when you shove dirty clothes in, they're kind of compressed, but then they come out of the dryer and they're fluffy. 
well, they get less wrinkled if you put them in a bigger basket right. while you're waiting to fold them. Yeah. So they don't get jammed into that same, because uh-huh. they never fit back in that basket right. the same way. Right. So I save the little bit bigger ones for okay. like clean laundry. Gotcha. And those are just kind of like in rotation. Those baskets yeah. maybe just live in your laundry room. Yeah. They're okay. kind of in and out. And then they'll just be taken out when I'm bringing like a clean load of something to my room to gotcha. okay. fold. Okay. Um, my just tip, and we've, we've really talked about it already, but just evaluate your laundry baskets and maybe consider mm-hmm. mixing it up. I just think there's like pros and cons of different ones. And even if like technically the baskets you have are collecting your clothes, right. I just think, think about, do you need more laundry baskets? Mm-hmm. Do you need fewer? Do you need bigger? Do you need smaller? Um, I do think your tip about having some laundry baskets that are just floaters. Yes. Cause what happens is you will have a laundry, like you'll have your load of laundry waiting to be folded. Maybe my, maybe my whites from my bedroom. Well, now there's no basket to put the whites in. Right. So what I like about that is my hampers can stay there and I can just float with the other ones. I I think that's what I need to add. Mm -hmm. Another thing, this is actually counter. You said you got some bigger baskets. I actually think having for my boys, having slightly smaller baskets has been good because otherwise they could go through literally all of their clothes. Right. They'd be in the dirty clothes and then they'd be literally out of clothes. And now they really only can go you know, I don't Half know, the week five or whatever, days yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. before they're kind of clued Genius. in. Oh, oh yeah. I need some more. So maybe sometimes for kids, the smaller baskets Genius. are good. Okay. Let's talk about papers, which makes me just want to groan. Uh, yeah. So much paper <laughs> like management. Yes. Fine. <laughs> so what kind of papers are coming into your life that you have to manage and how is that going for you? Okay. Well, luckily Jeremiah is our captain in terms of paying bills and things like a lot of documentation goes through him. Documentation captain. Yes, he is better. He has his system in his office. He pays the bills physically. And so like that, that helps me not even have to see that stuff. That system is working great for you. That is working great for me. It can get a little crazy with homeschooling. Mm. And in the past, I've had multiple worksheets and projects and things like everywhere. Yeah. And I have found that the solution to that is one notebook, or it could be like a binder that they, like right now we have a a notebook that is bound really nicely. So it doesn't come apart and like no perforated pages. And they will actually do work right in that notebook, but they'll also glue in, like if it's a worksheet I printed off or something or a project, they'll glue it in so that literally everything for the whole year. That's like their master book of work. And what's nice about that is it serves as kind of like a portfolio of the year too. We don't have to turn that in in Arizona, but it just keeps all the paper from like stacking up and getting lost. And when they finish something, they know to put it in their notebook Mm -hmm. and I can check it later Mm -hmm. or I can check it then. It just keeps everything really nice. And then uh, otherwise, like there's not a ton of paper, I don't Mm, feel like, but I... But I feel like that's mostly because Jeremiah is good about yeah. the mail. He throws things away right away that we don't need. He handle. He's just more organized than mm-hmm. I am. So he handles mm-hmm. that section of things. Okay, if you take a peek into his office, like, does he put stuff away, or do you? Would you see like stacks of papers? Um, how, very how, small stacks, ooh, okay. maybe if it's at really all, like just like it. the one or two things he needs gotcha. to address. And then he's got a couple other things filed away. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good about okay. it. That's why he's the captain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, when I was thinking about, it makes me, I feel like we have so many papers coming in, but then I was thinking about the different categories and I guess it just, it feels like more than maybe there actually is. And I think it's because whenever you 
some paper does come in, which really it like is coming in almost on a daily basis. Right. You have to make a decision about it. Yeah. And there's and it's kind a of, to do. It's an automatic yeah, to do. So many of them are to do's and there's just like so many different places that it could go. So there are papers from school. This mm-hmm. will be, you know, weekly classroom newsletters. We've cut down on that a lot. Inf- We've cut down on that a lot. Oh, That's yeah. the other thing. <laughs> that, that helps. School is a big source of yeah. papers. Mm-hmm information sheets, things we need to sign. There's the school artwork, which I'll talk about in a little bit. You know, sometimes we need to take action with a paper so we can't throw them away. Uh, We'll get healthcare bills that we pay online, but the paper statement reminds us to do that. Mm -hmm. And Chris is our our bills captain. Mm -hmm. So he takes ownership of those. But as I will say later in a challenge, I feel like he does not maybe have as good of a system as your paper captain. So that's (laughs) need to get our paper captains together. Yes. And then I will get statements and receipts for our rental house in Eau Claire. Not too, too many, but those aren't even available electronically. Mm -hmm. So I keep the paper version of those. Those need to live somewhere. And then, yeah, just various things in the mail. We are also good about recycling things right mm-hmm. away, but I feel like you'll get something. I'll get something from, from the college that I went to, from an organization. And I'll just be like, oh yeah, I, I should make a donation. Right, like, let me right. put this paper here to think about it. <laughs> and then think it's like about in it, black limbo yeah. <laughs> and yes. those things don't like have a yes. place to live. So I, anyway, I would say those feel like some challenges. Yes. Okay. What systems do you have or need to implement to manage papers? Okay, one thing that I'm struggling with still a little bit is everything for school that does not fit in the notebook or a binder and is still paper, like their Mm -hmm. art. So right now they have two big bulletin boards in our mudroom that is like for the art that they've most recently done. And I have them clean it off when it gets full. Mm -hmm. So right now what I'm doing is I have one of those big like Rubbermaid um, three drawer situations And I just have a drawer for each of them and I collect it in there. And I've heard people do this for school papers and stuff too. And then when it gets full, you go through and just keep what you want to keep. Mm-hmm. Maybe you take a picture of it, whatever. But I just feel like it's not ideal. And like maybe I'm still missing something important mm-hmm. or there's stuff in there from last year. You know what I mean? Like it still requires some upkeep and some like okay what is actually going in there and it sounds like maybe you don't have a really specific system for once things get in there you what don't, to do with them yeah yeah it sounds like you don't feel I don't feel good about what I'm doing with them from there gotcha. on because okay. I do feel like it'll get full and then I'm just like it all needs to go right. or I want to be the mom who takes pictures yeah. of the artwork and makes a book and I'm not being that mom so that is one thing the other thing is those like think about it, right. like you said, or like the Im- the birthday invitation yes. that you have to RSVP to. I try to put those on the bulletin board in my office, but it's like it's little things. Like I don't have the right thumbtacks that stay good in that <laughs> right. particular burlap. Oh, and oh then, you know what I mean? Like, yes. and you don't notice it until you have that one random invitation that keeps yes. falling off. And right. it's just like, ah, so that all needs to be part of my like office redesign, mm-hmm. like maybe getting a magnet board or something like yeah. that in there. So those are just, you know, okay. it's just a little nagging things like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. So a few things, some are going well, others less so. What I try to do is identify what categories of papers are coming in. And ideally everything has a home to go to. That is like a theme of our organizing. Yes. Uh, it needs a home. It needs a basket. Lately. It needs a bin. Yes. So for kids artwork, I do feel pretty good about this. For kids artwork and schoolwork, we look at it and then a lot of it can be recycled mm-hmm. right away. For things I want to keep, I have a small plastic kind of file folder bin 
in my closet where I collect things and I eventually take photos of them and then recycle the physical copy. Mm -hmm. I have been doing that for years. Pretty good about it. Honestly, I don't go through and take photos as often as I want, but it usually is a couple times a year. So and it's you not, know where it is then if you want exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I never let it get bigger than that bin. Right. You know, so it's contained. For papers that we don't have to take action on that we should keep, like receipts from our rental house, um, sometimes some kind of report from the kid's school. Chris and I each have one of those like magazine files Mm -hmm. where we can store papers. Mm -hmm. And so that works pretty well. We know things are there. It is kind of an amorphous, like, "Mm, there's probably a lot of important papers in there. I'm not exactly sure what all is in there. Is this the best way to store these? Yes. I did recently go through mine. So that probably is a thing where once or twice a year, we just need to make sure we're going through those. So we're like, oh, yeah this is here, or Mm -hmm. we needed to put this somewhere for papers that represent a task that I need to take action on, like a school notice. And I want to make sure I add that date to a calendar Mm -hmm. kind of what works for me. I have a clipboard where I keep kind of papers to take action on. And that just lives in my work bag. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And, and it never builds up a lot. It's, it's like, I'm going to, when I sit down to work, I see this a uh, meeting notice, I add it to my calendar and then I... Yeah, because you have your calendar or your your exactly. computer ideally right. at that time That's anyways. where I would put a birthday party invitation mm-hmm. because I would put it on our... I would RSVP, put it on our calendar, get rid of the paper mm-hmm. invitation. Mm-hmm. So that has worked well, a clipboard situation that kind of always stays mm-hmm. with me so I don't forget about it. I feel like the home that we don't have that I alluded to is for papers that Chris needs to take action on because he tends to just, I'll find a couple of papers on our Mm -hmm. dresser, on his bedside table Mm -hmm. or in the kitchen. And I'm just like, these need to live somewhere. Right. And this is not their home. Right. So I think, I think what needs to happen, I think I'm going to get him a paper tray and have it live in the studio because that's where he's working a lot. And so that's kind of eventually where papers make their way out there. Yeah. And so, and then if I know that's where things live, I mean, I will just take those papers from the dresser and walk them them right out there. (laughs) So I think that's, I think that's the next step that needs to happen. Okay. What about any tips, wisdom, or hacks to share for managing papers? Well, I do love the idea of what has worked good is in a designated spot for kid art mm-hmm. and that it gets cleaned off regularly. You yep. do not need to keep every piece of kid art. Nope. I know when your kids first start school, it's precious and it feels like so important, but I promise you, you'll get more. Mm-hmm. So I really have liked them having their own bulletin board. It's not like all over our fridge or anything. That's been really helpful. Um, and then otherwise, get it out of your house as mm-hmm. soon as possible is my only tip. Like, I agree. You don't need most of the paper that you're yep. keeping. Yep. Most of it. Like like seven eighths of it. I know. <laughs> yes. Okay. I have two pieces of advice for getting rid of papers that might be bogging you down. I've kind of alluded to them, but one, don't keep papers that represent calendar information. Mm-hmm. Get the information in your calendar, recycle that mm-hmm. paper. For, you don't need to, I feel like we can keep something up on our fridge as or a reminder whatnot, or something, but that's not actually where you're going to be reminded of it. Totally. At least if you are like are using a digital calendar, if you're living by your calendar. And so that just really helps me. I try to think like, okay, this is calendar information. This is a task, put it in my calendar, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I'm always excited to get rid of a piece of paper. And two, consider what papers you could take photos of and get rid of them. Mm-hmm. I try to do this wherever I can. I talked about kid art. I'll ready. 
But there are other types of papers that I think you can also take photos of. Like at the beginning of the year, we got a printout of what of what Maeve's daily schedule at preschool is. Mm -hmm. And that's something I kind of like to know, Mm -hmm. but I don't need that paper haunting my fridge or my life all year. I snap a photo. I have a particular photo album in my phone photos. Mm -hmm. That's like important papers Mm -hmm. and it lives there. Love that. It can be business cards of services that you also have it on the go then. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so anyway, there's actually so many papers that once you think of that as a place that they can go is super handy. Yeah. And you can keep them all in one photo album. You could designate separate ones like home services Mm -hmm. or just like kid reminders, whatever it is. But that is something that has served me very well. Love that. Okay. Our last topic of stuff that cycles through our life is our cars, which is, it's not stuff, but it's a place Mm -hmm. essentially like an additional room of our house. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Where all sorts of stuff is cycling through. Um, Actually, all the stuff we just talked about, food, laundry, and papers (laughs) often. On any given day. Yes. So tell me about your car organization game and what kind of stuff you're dealing with in there on a regular basis. Okay, first of all, you have to understand that Jeremiah is the car captain and he has been ridiculously type A about his car since he had them, like since he was 16 years old. And so I, I mean, we've kind of grown up together, so I've adopted a lot of his ways too. And he just has a zero tolerance policy <laughs> for clutter it. in the car. So our, the biggest thing is if we brought it out, we take it out. Yep. Like if we brought it into the car, we take it out when we get home. Now, things might accumulate a little during the day if we have a couple stops or whatever, but by the end of the day, everything comes out and he will like, he's not a stickler with the kids about most things, but he will be like, get out there, get your stuff out of the car that you left in there, get your sweatshirt, get your whatever it is. So the kids just kind of automatically do it now for the most part. Oh man. Um, this is, I, I will say this, this is a lot easier now that we don't have school pickup and drop off. Mm. So there's like four times a day that we're not in the car right. that most families are. We also don't have kids in car seats Mm -hmm. and all of the, you know, they're old enough now and there's not these like traps for stuff that there used to be. So that does really help. And it was a little harder when they were smaller. But honestly, it's been even their trash, like they keep it in their little like, you know, like the little door will have like a little spot Mm -hmm. in it and then they know they have to take it out again. Sometimes they need more reminders than others. We don't keep like extra, we we don't live in like Wisconsin. We used to keep extra, you know, snow scrapers and gloves and blankets. We don't do that here. So it actually stays really clean. And then he has a subscription plan for each of the cars at the full service car Mm. wash and unlimited. So on most weekends, he takes both cars to go get washed and like detailed pretty much. Amazing. And so between his leadership in that area and my fear of messing up the car that he's very proud of, (laughs) it works out really well. I feel like there's some sort of military term that he needs some like decorated car lieutenant, not just (laughs) like car captain. Oh my gosh. I feel like I need to send my children to boot camp with your car captain. (laughs) So let me know if he's He's offering any of those in the future. Um, okay. I have some decent systems, but actually currently they're not being enforced. And I feel like my car cleanliness and organization is 
not where I would like it to be. We need to get things mm-hmm. ship shape. Mm-hmm. I have been thinking about You were about so proud that. of your setup in your, yes. in your new van. Yes. And, and I do, I still have a newer car. It's not brand new. I just, have, even when I was driving my older car, I do take a lot of pride and satisfaction mm-hmm. in just having a clean car. Mm-hmm. It just really does feel so different. Yes. Getting into your car, driving it. I will you know. say a gross car grosses me out. Mm. Like even just touching things and having them be like dusty, you know, like the always dusty dashboard right. or like the French fries on the ground. Oh. Like that does make me feel gross. Yeah. So I, I don't enjoy a dirty car. I feel like it's one of those things that it takes some effort, but honestly, a little effort goes a long way mm-hmm. and the payoff is so big. Mm-hmm. It really does affect your daily life. Whenever you're in your car, it's so much nicer yes. to be in a clean car. But anyway, Really, my challenge is just all the flotsam and jetsam of three kids being mm-hmm. in the car. They have not gone to boot camp with the car yeah, captain, they need, they need with to the, grow car up with the car lieutenant, and yeah, the, some so there's a lot of things left in there. In order mm-hmm. and a toddler, she is such a source of random stuff. Oh, yeah. I just even more so than the boys used to be. She just loves to bring random stuff along. See, he used to always be like, nope. We're not just, bringing that. He didn't even let them bring a stuffed animal. No, like oh, on a road man. trip or something. Yes, you can bring one stuffed animal. But there <laughs> was no, there was, it's just not. This and he would just say, ship. toys don't go in the car. Mm-hmm. And he would, I mean, it worked. Yeah. I don't know. I don't so know. Maybe never, the, the ship might have sailed over yeah, here. You might, you might be out of, out of your control at this I point. I think Maeve might be past this phase. There was also a long period of time where it felt like every time she got in the car, suddenly socks and shoes were flying oh, off. Oh yeah. So just be little socks yeah. everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, even though I technically have a rule that whatever you bring into <laughs> the car, you bring out, you bring out, bring in your trash. Yeah. Basically, no one is doing that at right, any time. Right. So I need to lay down. Got to call them back out. Yep. Call them back out. Yep. So, so that's that's. Or even where, you could. I feel like an, a happy medium might be, especially if your car is getting the kind of use yours is right now. Because our again, there are days we don't even drive anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like a happy medium could be like you have a day of the week that like everybody gets their own stuff out of the car gotcha. and then you work up to more like daily. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. I like that. We have started instituting family chores uh-huh. on the weekend. So you could throw the car and in So that this rotation. could just be part of that is everyone going out mm-hmm. to the car, bringing in mm-hmm. all your stuff. Okay. Do you have any car organization challenges that you'd like to solve? I feel like you're I not going to have any. I don't. My I one that. thing that I will say that bothers me is water bottles, kids' water bottles that don't fit in the cup holders. Oh, that's the worst. Ugh, rolling around and, they, and it's metal. So it yes. comes like crashing into totally. your driver's seat and like alarms you. That is my one complaint. Car, and I don't know what to do holders, about it. Even new cars are yeah. not keeping up with the size. They're of really water not. Bottles. Or the one in the front seat will have the thing where it's kind of expandable. You mm-hmm. know, like you click it in and it can be for different sizes. But the one in the back seat right. is still the cheap, like only fits a water, yes. like a, you know, plastic water bottle. Yes. So that is my one thing that I don't know the solution for other than to turn around and be like, hang on to your water bottle. You know, I do know that there are adapters for oh maybe that's a for good cup idea. holders yeah. that then would open into a bigger wider right. thing right. so maybe that would help yeah because we have those big water bottles here mm-hmm. in Arizona and they're always crashing around and that yes. drives me crazy yes I would say my my biggest challenge I mean it's getting the kids to bring in all their stuff and deal with their own trash I have a small front seat trash can that I love that works that I use diligently. Mm-hmm. I don't have one in the back seat. Mm-hmm. And so maybe if I had a spot for it, I could more easily, 
you know, otherwise it's like, oh, pass me your trash. I just need yes. them to be able to take care of it. On well, and I own. used to, when they were little, I used to tell them to just throw it on the floor, but only trash goes on the floor. Mm-hmm. So then they could very easily, when they got out of the car, I even see. when they were little, just pick up their trash and go. Plus it would make sure like nothing sticky got on the seat yeah. or whatever. It was more in like the all weather right. purpose right. part of the car. Yes, so. exactly. Yeah. I need some kind of a system for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about any tips, wisdom, or hacks for keeping your car organized other than marrying a car lieutenant? It's just don't leave stuff in there. That's the biggest thing I learned from said car lieutenant is it's not storage. Mm -hmm. That's right. And trash, we wouldn't throw trash. He says you wouldn't throw trash like on our couches or on our floor without picking it up. So you don't do it in the car. You need to take it with you. Like I know sometimes you have, you know, a lunchable container or a fruit snack container that you don't know what to do with, but you can take it out once we get to a place with the trash. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I would say if you do not have someone that is taking your cars to get washed and detailed Mm -hmm. every single weekend, figure out a time that you pair washing your car so that it's happening regularly. I love to pair it with the start of any kind of a new season. Okay. Like when the kids go back to school, Mm I always am like the first day or so I take my car to get washed, vacuum it out, like mm-hmm. clean it very well. Mm-hmm. It just feels like this really great, like fresh start. Reset. Yeah. Yes. That just makes kind of any fresh start feel even more kind of exciting mm-hmm. and satisfying. Um, maybe even the start of like the holiday season. It could even just be the start of a new month. That's actually something I would love to get in mm-hmm. the habit of just when the new month comes around, go take it to get cleaned and vacuum it out. Make sure I'm cleaning it mm-hmm. really well. So yeah. All right. Love that. Okay. That was so much stuff. So cycles. much, so much stuff that cycles. Yes. I cannot wait to hear what everyone has yeah. to say. Your tips, love the tips, your challenges, always. but let's talk about obsessions. Okay. I am obsessed with bamboo pajamas. What? It's so comfortable. Kelsey. I didn't know pajamas came in bamboo. It is the most comfortable thing. It's a very sustainable fabric because it grows like crazy. It is very breathable, like Ooh. more breathable than 100% and softer than 100% cotton. Okay. And I am a hot sleeper mm-hmm. these days. And I feel like it's just like kind of all over the place. Or I'll just wake up sweaty for mm-hmm. no, like hormonally. I don't know what's going on. But I got some bamboo pajamas off of Amazon and they are amazing. I will link to them and I want them. I want to like replace all of my pajamas with bamboo mm. pajamas because it's the softest, most breathable fabric ever. Ooh, that I love sounds it. lovely. Mm-hmm. Chris is a hot sleeper. Maybe I should get him some. Him oh, he some just sleeps pajamas. in the in the buff and no, then scares has, you in the night. He, he has done that in the past, <laughs> but he is now a pajama wearer. Oh, I know. He's, he's like, well, we have a lot of other people living in this That's house. Right. Maybe That's I should right. put on some clothes. Okay. I am obsessed with my ruggable rugs. I feel Love like them. I've had them long enough that I can mm-hmm. recommend them, call them an obsession. Mm-hmm. I had had my eye on them for quite a while. I got two. They are in this room, in mm-hmm. my front room. I have one of the just thinner standard ones as our it right in front of our front mm-hmm. door. And then I have another of the thicker ones that I got in a round rug in our little front room sitting area. And I have been very pleased with them. I have washed one of them and it was actually my thicker, bigger one. Oh yeah. I did have to kind of shove it into my washer, but it went in there and washed. All right. And then I dried it. Um, I just hung it out Mm -hmm. to dry. And anyway, I have just 
been so happy with them. I got them in kind of richer colors mm-hmm. and that's just been bringing me a Gotta lot of Gotta love joy. a washable rug yes. with children. Yes, especially for this front entryway rug. Oh yeah. I was like, I want this to be, you know, taking all the dirty shoes and mm-hmm. whatnot, but I don't want to just buy a rug just to ruin it. So that makes me feel there so go. good. There you go. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, Don't forget to join us on Patreon, where you can get bonus content from us while you help support making the show. And find us in between episodes on Instagram, where hi, girls next door. The show notes for this episode are at our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we love to get your emails at hi, at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. in stock or check what might be out etc i'm really sorry i have hiccups and i need to get rid of them or i won't oh no have we i we've never had a hiccup situation on the show it started with a throat bubble (laughs) and turned into yep and it it. turned into a hiccup okay this is what what my dad taught me okay and it's been working well okay tell me you hold your breath for 10 seconds okay and you take you take a sip of water mm-hmm. and you swallow it in 10 gulps while you're holding your breath. Oh, interesting. And it works. Okay. I feel on. like this combines two techniques that I've yes. heard of. Go ahead and do it. But like the holding your breath and drinking a lot of water, I feel like that's what my dad would tell me. But then more recently, I have heard a tip to take little sips of water, one right after yeah. another. So that's what I do. I put it in my mouth gotcha. and then I like sip it down slowly. Gotcha. And let's see. They're gone. Wow. Oh. There's a throat, throat bubble. bubble that needed to come out. It needed to come out. There we have it. I think we're good. Okay. The, the diaphragm spasms have stopped. I will try that in the future. So what am I going to say? Nope. It's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready to talk about laundry. I have much more, more to say about laundry. I will also say, shoot. Will you? <laughs> but will you? I had something else and I forgot. Oh, dang it. Folding socks. Oh, socks. And I got to pee. Okay. And remember how I'm going pee as soon as I need to? Yeah, you are. Stop and go potty right away. That was an ambitious episode. It was. It was a lot. We did it. That'll be a nice long one for the folks.